0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. You are Josh Landy. I need to forget your surname. not changed. I need to forget your surname now because you? you always just call me sidekick, Josh. Yeah, I'm not used to saying your full full name.
2: Despite getting married recently, I, I haven't changed my surname.
1: Some people do that, don't they? Some dudes do yeah. the double-barreled. What would your double-barrel name be?
2: Uh, it would be Landy Bambaji, which is quite cool. That's quite a mouthful it's an improvement, way, but so it would take. The one thing my my wife would say she has to always spell her surname, and I, I imagine that gets frustrating when you can't just go. Yeah, like Hilton. Annoying. People aren't going to go. No. Oh, is that with a you know a no. Y or something? No. Sometimes they, they do.
1: Sometimes they do. Boyd, though.
2: What do they suggest for?
1: Oh, Freud? I mean, you know the the old uh, Starbucks ordering thing when you give them I get point point. Is that deliberate, so that you take a picture, post it on social no, no, media, no, no. and it reminds? It's got to be deliberate. No, 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 Accidental. When they say repeat, when they say when they say sorry, what, was, what is it? And I say I just say I've mean, used to spell it out, so I give them the challenge of working out. Why ways. don't you say Pierre Emerick Aubameyang? and then they could
2: try and write that across yeah. the, uh, the side. Maybe That'll next a time. Challenge we'll see. Next we'll time. see how
1: that goes. Um, you just saying you are a married man now. That, that's a big change we, in I your life. we, we did two weeks did we, ago. We? Oh, okay. Briefly, yeah. I forget. All these things merge into one, Josh.
2: Yeah. Um, it's all a blur. Uh, I mean, compared to Wenger leaving, it's a very minor thing on this podcast but history, well, I have but never... it's probably second to it.
1: I'm not sure if I ever asked, though, whether your wife, the extent to which your wife is fine with you devoting quite a lot of your life to football. She's
2: okay with it. She came, actually, on Saturday. Oh, She'll probably come, okay. like, once, twice a year. And she... Right. I mean, I mean it's very, she, she, uh, By she, the way... She can't be coming to, like, Spurs and Man United no. and Man City and Liverpool. But Burnley at home on the opening day... Yeah. Let me just like say, by the way, game.
1: I wasn't being incredibly sexist there. I happen to know, because I once walked back from yeah, here Yeah, you met her. And I met her. And she was definitely slightly askance that you were doing something football-related. Um, yeah, look, it's a big part of, you know... Anyway... A big part of my life. Anyway... We should welcome our other guests. We've we are got joined two. by a staunch, staunch guest, loyal to the, to, perhaps to a fault, um, to both Arsenal and this podcast. Gilad Kestenbaum is here.
3: Evening Gil- Gil- Boido, lovely to see lovely you. To and see you.
1: Josh. Uh, thank you very much. And we've got a new guest who is not only a guest and an Arsenal supporter, he also, he also runs the very application that is currently sponsoring this very podcast called Match Pint. Harry.
4: Welcome. What's your surname, Harry? Thanks for having me. Uh, It's Corton. Corton. Interestingly, uh, a lot of people do kind of ask me to spell that out, which I think is a relatively straightforward surname. Except it could be C-O-R-T-O-N. C-O-R-T-E-N. No? You hit the nail on the head the first time.
1: Okay. There you go. Or could it be, could it even be C-A-U-G-H-T-O-N. You know, there's a, I'm starting to sound like, do you watch Kobe Enthusiasm? Yes. yes. He spells out people's names, does That's what I think he does. He loves spelling out a name, a difficult name. We can start doing so, it. I, yeah, let's start doing it, yeah. So I'm quite, quite proud to follow in Larry David's footsteps and go see. C-O-R-T-O-N. <laughs> I got right first time. Were you proud.
2: there for the opening home game yes, of the season, yes, Boyd? Yes, thanks for moving on. I was
1: there um, for the first time. Did you find season.
2: something to do pre-game that wasn't the...
1: No. The no. angel option, the restaurant that's we, gone? First of all, um, Dermot couldn't make it. He, he, he went oh, to, he's lazy. He went then? to the cricket. I mean, I, I don't think I'm oh. telling tales out um, i controversial, mean, Controversial, Apologies. I know it's controversial. But, you know, I think he was invited ages and ages and ages ago to go to the cricket right. the, the, the wherever it was fourth day of the had test Had it been the North London Derby? Yeah so he didn't know in advance mm. they'd be clashing with yeah, our first game enough. of the season so I think he had that commitment to go sure. so I'm not, but he wasn't there and um, two other friends um, who regularly kind of take his place and, and, and but there was no ball wins either let me say No ball wins No, no it was Durban. a border and free zone Wow so, and anyway, I couldn't really, I had, I arrived pretty much on kickoff anyway. I didn't, I had a little bit of time to, to look at the new, there's some new redesigned elements. Well, so what's new, tell so us what's new in
2: club level, because those of us that don't get the opportunity you know, to subtle, come to spend our time with you.
1: There were subtle, I would say, design improvements to the, to various bars and eating areas. The Camden some new, beer, the Camden brewery Camden beer, beer. I, I had a Camden beer. Did you? Yes. Half, oh, half time you get a free one. Yeah, I get right. a free, yeah. So um, it was nice. An Not improvement? Definitely an improvement Great It used to be Heineken I think I, I think, think it was Carlsberg actually was it Carlsberg? And okay. I'm glad
4: to inform everybody that There is no other option now Camden Town is Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Camden Town is good Yeah, I yeah. Um, So I was impressed with that And I'm not a huge beer fan anyway But I did partake of one Well it's is free isn't it It's Half free fun. I mean all the drinks are free You could have had, could have had a nice white Or a, I mean it's usually a horrible white to be honest Or, mm. a, or a rank red <laughs> But I had, I had the Camden <laughs> beer and it was nice But big news on the Veggie Burger front What's um, happened? This now is I meant to take a picture of it, but um, I forgot. Instead of the old kind of inch thick, two inch thick bean burger thing that they've yeah. been doing for years, they've gone down. They're calling it a um, dirty beetroot burger. Dirty, dirty. beets. What's dirty you know about dirty it? Dirty is this is this phrase they use now for like dirty burger means. Should ask Harry the youth. Yeah. Was it, yeah, Harry, One you're, of those you're... millennial
4: reviews. types. Yes. Yeah,
1: you are um, very millennial, clearly. Compared to us. You might be younger than millennial, pre-millennial. <laughs> is sort of, that such a thing Generation management? Z? Not Generation quite Z. So a dirty
2: burger is like a particularly cool,
3: is good that, burger. Is that a selling point? Because to me, that sounds... Right, right,
1: well, I like. If you were like me, I mean, you're younger than me. I'm an old man. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of a dirty burger because you get there's like, um, you know, there are actual... actual restaurants that are kind yeah. of a dirty burger. Meat So our house, meat liquor. Like. So our house sells them It basically means, you know, you get you don't just get a burger, you get cheesy, runny, cheesy stuff with it and, So a few,
2: what comes with the <laughs> burger and how much is it?
1: Well it was I think it was it now it was eleven fifty, I'm pretty sure. So was that the same price? Eleven fifty. I think it's Sounds gone familiar. up a bit. I think that's not including chips. No well, change. I don't know. Maybe it was. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be unfair to the ludicrous people who run out catering. I'm
2: going to do, do a quick look on Twitter in case anyone Maybe tweeted about it on I'm Saturday. Frustrated myself
1: for forgetting to take the photo. Um, but it's yeah. So it's like a beetroot beetroot based um, veggie burger, vegan. It was vegan, which I think last year the, the traditional bean burger. What you'd think the bean burger was vegan. I'm not sure if it was, but this is clearly this is vegan. They're going down the vegan route. Okay. Um, and it was, and it looked. Fun. I didn't have one, by the way. I didn't, have, I didn't eat one. But it looked, it looked perfectly nice. Um, and you know, it looked like an upgrade to me, anyway. On the, on the basic inch thick bean burger, which is always too thick, and a too thick a crust. Harry, what, what better way
3: to start a home game than a Camden beer, yeah. followed by a dirty, dirty beet beetroot burger well, oh. and a rank red. Yeah, I can't yeah. find anything on
2: Twitter. I'm afraid. No. Oh, I've typed in "dirty no. beetroo." There's a lot of random tweets, but unfortunately, none of them <laughs> seems to be relevant to the Emirates Stadium. So, can I yeah. just say, isn't
4: the say con- like. isn't the concept <laughs> of a dirty bean burger a bit of an oxymoron? Because when you yeah. put dirty before a, a food item, it t- tends to mean that it's going to be slightly unhealthy and
1: yeah relatively tasty. I think, tasty.
4: It, I think I, one
1: can only assume. I mean, you're. I mean, one can only assume that you know the kids think it's an attractive proposition. You know that the that it's going to yeah. be it's going to be more fun. You know, <laughs> not in, for me inherently, but not for me either. I mean, I didn't have one, so it's clearly, clearly not fun. But anyway, it was. But it, Yeah, it was good. It was good to be back. Great. Um, I thought the atmosphere was pretty good. The atmosphere was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Were you there? Not there. Not there this time. I think they're on there. Like, there's, I think there's a number of fan groups now that Ashburton, work on the Army. Yeah, yes. the Ashburton Army, is yes, Ashburton Army. Yeah, 26,
2: I believe, yeah. is a is a home or certainly pre-game. I think that's where they are in the concourse. Yeah, it's a lot of young millennial types. Yeah, um, they had a drum, didn't they? I didn't. Yeah, but I'm I'm right at the
1: other end. So oh, okay. Did you see? Because you're nearer that. Well, side. I heard did the you, drum. Could you hear it a few times during yeah. the game? Uh, during the game, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't really. I think I was the drum, there was like going sounds like a drum to me I mean um yeah that's me tapping the table um so, yeah, I thought the atmosphere was good. But, I mean, it should be for it the first be. game game the season. First I mean, game, we were, we the, were top the, of the league yeah. I mean, for
3: the, about the, yeah. an hour. optimism coming into that game as well, Right, summer signings, yeah. etc. Yeah. If it's not optimistic, then good atmosphere, it never will be.
1: No, exactly, yeah. And if you're not optimistic, I mean, there are still some idiots who aren't optimistic. But, mm. um, as a young, I always ask this for new, of new guests, but particularly in, in your position as a, as a young, thrusting um, Arsenal fan.
2: Can we clarify for the audience? The audience might think we've got, like, a 12-year-old with us. <laughs> Just because we haven't clarified. How old are yeah, you? I'm 24. Twenty-four, right? I mean, okay, right. so you were there for you know uh, you're going to ask a Wenger-related question, yeah? Like, yeah, so. what,
1: what was your what's your what's your late Wenger attitude? Did you you know? Did you were you fully behind him? So oh, what, oh, you were
2: nine when we went unbeaten. Blimey, <laughs> that's what I'm working. I just want to just put into
1: context. Yeah, and, yeah. but you grew that. Up. He presumably yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal season. <laughs> Arsenal for you
4: was Arsene Wenger. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, for, for my whole life. yeah, since wow. I was one years old, and, um, and? I, I was always. Uh, fervently behind him Yeah I thought it was disgusting what, How he actually Disgusting? Leaving the club Really? Yeah wow.
1: Okay I'm liking Harry I think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think Josh back. is going to want Harry on him More often whilst he's employed than it
4: though I would I think if he'd have left two seasons prior uh, We might have Well we'd most probably be uh, In a better position oh, now Right um, I agree with that Yeah But that's not to say Josh
1: never Josh wouldn't countenance him <laughs> leaving two years before Do you uh, know the, f- the
3: funny thing about Wenger is is that the first two games have, sh- have shown me how much shit and lies we've put up with the last <laughs> 10 years when you see, say, the team that we can now put out, the signings that have been made, what was what, done uh, where, where did you get that from? In terms of what, as in, the last 10 years when we were told that we couldn't sign this one, we couldn't do that. And but is now, that
2: Wenger or the people about? Is that Raus and Lafayette? and do coming in. Because no, Wenger, no, I'm no, convinced. And no I,
3: better we- saying than something I read last week was is that Raoul and Emery have made Wenger and Gazidis look like the Chuckle Brothers in one transfer window. That's Not good, only man. from who they've signed, but also from who they've sold and how much they've recouped mm. from each one.
2: Th- yeah. We've had it on pretty good authority that, you know, uh, you know, people who seem to know, Wenger spent the money he had. And he might oh. have spent it badly, and he, he might have made mistakes, you know, and one of them wasn't in the 18, Mustafi <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday, talking mm-hmm. about know, so it. But I think he spent the money he had. Now, how efficiently that money was spent, and there was a wonderful Twitter thread, which I won't read out all of it, by Swiss Ramble last week, talking and breaking down how Arsenal, with the limit, well, supposedly limited, or with the transfer budget we had, were able to use it as effectively as we had. But I don't know if that's necessarily... That shouldn't have been Wenger's side of the club. Maybe that's a no, no, huge, no, 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 huge damning on Gazidis uh, and can, how the money was spent.
1: I'm not sure what, what, what I was getting at. My feeling is, I, 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 what you're getting at, is not so much the strict budget yeah, year in year exactly. out, it's the decision making.
3: It's the decision making and particularly more than anything, the exactly. lack
1: of decisiveness. That if you're talking okay, about sources sources, anyone who worked at the club who you speak to for the last ten years, you know, will tell you that Wenger's lack of decisiveness when it came to signings was painful mm-hmm. and excruciating. And of course he wouldn't deal, as we discussed I think last week before, with the super agents, which means he was ruling essentially ruling the club out. Because of his own personal mm. morality, mm. Um, which you could admire—I don't get me wrong, fine—but he was he was literally we were barred from buying pretty much the best players in the world or anyone even close because they, of course, are attached to Brighton. So he had that he and that and he did run the club. Of Tots, so that's what I think. Gillespie exactly, was and, also, and I totally agree.
3: And I also think that um, now having been to that first home game of the season, whilst we still have many flaws, which I'm sure we'll get into. I don't remember being this excited in years Mm. in terms of, say, not only the squad that we can now choose from, but also every game, I feel like we've got a good chance.
1: Yeah, which was the reason, I'm very glad you mentioned that, because that's the reason I wanted him to go in the end. Mm. I didn't want him to go because I thought no one could do a better job, or anyone could do a better job, rather, sorry. I didn't want him to go because I thought he was ruining our club forever. I didn't want him to go because I thought he was, you know, because I thought... They, the trouble would be transformed as soon as he left. None of those things, which often get put out. There's loads of um, you know, ludicrous statements that Wenger Obsessive still trot out about, about people who wanted him to go in yeah. the end. In the last few seasons, as you say, two seasons before he left would have been good. All I wanted was a new broom, a new sense of freshness and excitement. And yeah. that's exactly
2: what. And we've, we've got, got it. And this year there's pressure because now this yeah. is uh, his spending. and sure. Sure. We probably should finish fourth with sure. what we've got. Of yeah. course. If we don't.
1: Well, we'll now it'll but be still interesting got the same, whether he stays. You've still got the same moronic obsessives and um, like fan obsessives of him and other players as well. Now you get this. I had this. I'll talk about what, uh, what happened to me on Twitter over the weekend. Who are so uh, attached, they cannot conceive of the club doing well without him. And they even even going as far as like finding weird reasons and finding weird reasons why they're not happy even now with our greatest start of season in ten years and, you know, nitpicking over stuff they never would have pointed out if it, anything had happened under Vega. It's so, it's comical to me. And I kind of feel sorry for them because they're going to have to deal with some pretty, I think, they're going to have to deal with some pretty good news. Yeah. And they're going to be like pain it's going to be painful for them.
3: I-, I couldn't believe that we hadn't won our opening two games. It's extraordinary, in, isn't it? Was it nine years, ten years, ten years? Yeah, ten, ten years. years. I, it's uh, yeah. amazing stat, yeah. actually that,
1: yeah. and, and a fairly embarrassing stat considering yeah. considering our Arsenal. But anyway, moving on to the specifics of the games. You watched the game, yes? You didn't, yeah, weren't there? Yeah, of course. I, of course, in traditional man, I was there, and I also rewatched the whole thing back mm-hmm. on BT Sport UHD. Um, <laughs> and here is an interesting thing about. The whole, as a whole, the whole thing. Right, I was, I enjoy, I enjoyed our performance, and I thought, like in fits and starts, particularly in the second half when Pepe came on, um, we played some really attractive attacking football.
3: Magnificent, magnificent nickname already for Pepe, though. If Go you don't on. know it, Valerie.
1: That's yeah, that's good.
3: Why don't you make a fool out of me? Yeah.
1: Ben yeah.
3: me nutmeg. Ben it?
1: me, yeah, that 's good. Yeah. yeah, I did see that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I thought in the second half, yeah, we kind of, you know, now people are pointing out that, so the facts, the stats are that Burnley had more shots than us, and they did have a lot of chances, mm-hmm. um, you know, but we created, I think, more chances than we often do in this situation where we're playing a team. Burnley are very, very well um, laid out. They're very, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're very kind of compact, aren't they, and hard.
3: Sean Dysian.
1: Exactly, Sean <laughs> Um So I think they're going to embarrass some big teams this season, like they have done in recent years. And I know we've got a really good record against them, but for me, I I thought it was a really promising performance, especially you've got to take into account that the the, the coach has got to knit together his best... Line up and just try and incorporate the, the the new the new players. Pepe Brian's second officer that was the best thing to do because you know clearly he was a bit rusty and he he's got to ease him in. And I just thought, and obviously there are flaws in our game, but I had people saying to me, "Oh, our build-up play was terrible." One person said, someone else said, you know, because of the XG, our XG was worse than theirs and it's rubbish. And I'm like, I saw you know, yeah, exactly yeah, I'm right, annoyed about yeah, that. Like, I hate that uh, bullshit. And you know, but I'm sorry, we won the game. We were fairly, you know, he, you know, I thought. The game management was good, generally. And we saw some really good, in fits and starts, very promising attacking play. Better than our attacking play has been in recent times. Because I think it's been a big issue, is getting the ball up the pitch to, of course, our brilliant strikers. That was my feeling. Uh, yeah, I, I,
3: I agree with you, Boyden. I think the performance of uh, Chabalos... Mm. Is that how you pronounce I mean, it? That w- or, that was yeah, ball, exactly. Yeah. I, I, honestly, that, that performance was world-class performance in terms of, it wasn't only his his passing and movement, it was also the uh, the chasing down of balls. He did everything that a fan wants to see in terms of that he would pick up the ball from defence, he would uh, find the player, he would make the run off it, and then even, I mean, the second goal epitomises, I think, a big reason why Arsenal fans don't like Ozil, because... He brought everything to the game in terms of his, say, passing. But then he also does the, the hard work there. You know, the, the nitty-gritty of chasing after. And he, in essence, made that that great second oh, yeah. goal. And yeah. um, I mean, his delivery was was great. I mean, all his corners it always found a man. Mm. Um, and I, I, he he, I think, will have a huge, huge, huge season for us. And he could be the difference maker for us in terms mm. of of setting up setting up the goals that we need.
4: Yeah,
1: he um, was pretty incredible, wasn't he? Yeah.
4: he? He really was. Yeah, it was great to see. Um obviously in his first start um you know there's always a bit of when you're not sure how someone's going to quite perform on on the day um quite I've got some stats here about him oh go on we like a stats attempted four take-ons completed 100% made 97 passes with 90% pass accuracy um obviously two assists and uh three shots he's only the third arsenal player to um, assist two or more goals on his first Premier League start. Nice. Um, who are the others? Uh, the I know one of them is Ray Parlour <laughs> right. and Romford right. Pele. And can you guess who the other one might be? As a current player, Özil. No, may or not be a start. May or may not be a starter. Mm. Interesting. Um, we might get onto him a little bit later. Xhaka. Henrik Mkhitaryan. Oh, okay, that's interesting.
1: Um, yeah, was that, a good stat. Someone I uh, oh, saw someone else kind of sl- going on about um, Ceballos saying, "Oh, you know, he didn't have a killer pass." I was like, "I think he." Yeah. I, mean, yeah, he I was going wa- "I think he did." I mean, he literally, he you I mean, even that that, that
3: that ball to Monreal for yeah. the goal that was, just, I mean, that was just fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so that the, was big,
1: the big question <laughs> about Ceballos is, Josh, surely, hey, would he if if Jaka and Özil um, had been available to play, would he have played them? Would he have played one or other of them instead of him? And B does his arrival because I think I, I you know there was there was some debate on, again on social media about what position he was playing in, and if you if you listen to um, uh, Unai Emery after after the game, he said he started him kind of in the in the eight position, oh, no, he started him in the ten position ish, like a quite advanced position, um, while Willock was back kind of further back mm-hmm. than he has been playing in recent weeks, um, and then he moved him in the more in the, in the second half later on to kind of further back for it to get even more of the one he was already getting. But whatever fucking position he played in, he was gigantically brilliant. One of the best Davies I've ever seen. Standing ovation at the end. I mean, it was absolutely extraordinary.
2: It was brilliant. The crowd were completely with him from, you know, the first couple of minutes. And... You know the physicality he showed was incredibly impressive when he was sort of getting roughed up and his you know demanding the ball. Danny Murphy did a great breakdown actually of him sort of coming deeper and deeper on match of a day two, talking or maybe it was just match of a day um, talking about the way he you know he wanted and was clever enough to go and find space and, and go and get the ball. It was really exciting because you weren 't really like like has he not been good enough for Madrid? Probably not. Obviously, you're talking about a top played, team in Europe. He played, he played quite a
4: lot
1: He've of games played for He played a lot of games. Like but obviously, for
2: Zidane a to go, we don't need him next year. But yeah. enough where they're not letting him go, where we've paid a couple of million to have him for the season. Obviously, with a the view, they're probably going to want him back. And already, I'm starting to be like, oh, we're going to get to the end of yeah. next summer. And be like, oh, fuck, he's got to go back yeah. To, yeah. to be part of Real Madrid. But let's let's love and enjoy him while we're there. What, your point there about would he have played with It's too early to say. I, mm. I've got no idea what he's mm. thinking as a, right. as a result but, of pre-season. But, but,
1: but the bigger question now we've seen how brilliant he is is what the fuck happens to Ozil. Is the, I mean, so some people are saying, oh, wait a minute, he should be in between Ozil and Jacker or whoever, you know, you want. Other, you know... It, it, because clearly he's a very adaptable player to play. But, is, is
3: there anyone, though, in the working <laughs> environment that is ill more than Mesut Ozil? No. I mean, it, it's uh, you, pathetic. I don't I don't hang really on, we it. don't
2: know what's gone on. I still feel like we haven't been told the whole picture it's of this in that situation. Like, just, like just, that thing, just, I've got no idea that was circulated about Kalazinac's wife fleeing the country. I have no idea if that's true. You, did you see that on, yeah. on yeah. Facebook? I've got no idea if it's true. And there has been well, very did, but little... But he did
1: play anyway, so I mean... It, I'm
2: saying there's so little information about what's gone on there... They just still fair. wonder: Is he all right to play? More, is he in the right well, mind- mindset? Well, but maybe it's different. Maybe just because Glazac was involved in that element, maybe it was more about Ozan, and we just don't. But know.
1: We were told he was ill specifically. In fact, there was a very funny moment. In yeah, the, but maybe that's but the easy we've way. We've been of, told
2: that an awful lot before. Hang on, what we've also been told, <laughs> yeah, or, is that Mesut Ozil is a sort of footballer who, if he's just not feeling a hundred percent, would yes, rather not play. Yes, we were and, told, and that. that's not necessarily the case with with all footballers. So
1: no. He's it is, a, he's a, he's a as they said on Love Island so. or summer, it is what it is. It is brilliant. But here's my question. Does Ozil... Harry got that one. Yeah, you know, I got it. Yeah, Millennial yeah, yeah. Reference. Honestly, straight over my head. Um, uh, right? Of course <laughs> you got it, boys. It's your job to get that sort of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Does Ozil now find himself surplus to requirements, particularly with uh, the arrival of Sabina? No. Is there anything... Wait a minute, let me finish the question. Is there anything that also can do that Ceballos can't do. Are you getting overexcited by an
2: hour and a half against Burnley? <laughs> <No, just don't. laughs>
1: wow.
3: I, I think though that you can spin that around and say this shows though for the first time in a long time the options that we have I mean because yeah. it's nice to have someone of the calibre of Ursa that you can call upon later on. Similarly I thought Torreira when he came on it's lovely to have someone like Torreira because I think yeah. Torreira I mean Willick played I thought he played better in a, in a deeper position yeah. and I think that Torreira Will also have a big season in terms of he started off great last year petered out but he's a he's a good player mm. to have as that holding you know mm. driving forward midfielder um, so we, we have a lot of options in the midfield and strikers
1: but you have to have don't you Harry do you have to have, I think you have to have a team in your mind as your best team don't you pretty much I, I like think, Liverpool and City yeah. you know uh, the big you know the big shining lights of, of Premier League football. You, everyone knows what their first teams are, well, pretty
3: much. I, well, I, I think we've got to assume that Pepe will come into that yeah. starting team and that Nelson and Willett will probably drop out right. at some stage. Yeah. Um, and then the center back, say, Louise, obviously, um, apart from that early pass across goal, which yeah. I was when That was
2: over-exaggerated. Yeah, I was going to say. But I, I know, but it was I, I, funny, though. It was I, I, just funny. I'm, that...
3: not sure, I'm not sure what you, what you guys think, but... I think Louise is a great signing in terms of. I know he's got an air in him, but it's nice to have someone who's oh, been there, done it, won it, um, yeah. and he. Yeah. You could see the leadership during yeah. the game. Spread a couple team. of balls
1: as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think they would have. I think Bernie would have scored more goals if he hadn't been playing. We just
3: have to stop. This bullshit, <laughs> passing out of the box. We are know, not. We good are hundred
2: percent. Adu- like and David Luiz in it's his interview madness. after the game spoke about it yes, about it is, yeah. the encouragement and that's the way they're going to play. Oh, yeah. but, but, but it's are, complete not madness. That
3: up. It's complete madness. I mean, but in
2: do terms you remember of... we
1: had this last year? This is the weird thing. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember yes. Harry. So when yeah, so the beginning of last season when Unai
2: had just arrived, but it's even more different this year because you can be in the area at a goal kick.
1: I know, I know, I know. But, but, but what, I don't, so think, ma- I don't, think, we, I don't
3: think we managed to get one <laughs> no. move going from that. And when you and Burnley are good at pressing, but once you start playing Liverpool teams like that, we will start to concede. And what's the point? Why would you put yourself yeah. under? We're yeah. not Manchester City. We're not Barcelona. Well, not keeping
4: the ball. Yeah, I think traditionally we have been a, cl- a team that that keeps the ball and and does try and play out from the back. So I think if you've got players like Louise, that's probably been drilled to do that over the past couple of years, then why not flaunt it? The, I think... But the crowd did I, turn at I, the I end. They were ad, cheering when we did the I almost admire kick. that sort of pass, like... Oh, he can. Yards yeah. Away yeah, he the, can. The problem
1: is, is that the other defenders can't. Yeah. They're not. I mean, even you know, I, I just don't think. I, I think he wasn't the problem. He was. He was fine with it. It was the others that just can't. Socrates deco- almost it. had a, a heart attack. <laughs> particularly Socrates <laughs> yeah. seems to. And of course, we I know. Maitland other,
2: Niles is, you know, pretty I, on the ball? He looked, uh, I have issues I, he would look wanted it I,
1: giving it in. I, I think Maitland Niles is still defensively hugely problematic. Yeah, yeah but he wants he's a ball. He's a ball playing I know, but I still think like he gets he gets nervy. I feel it seems to be because he's basically being asked in that setup, in that in that very in that very Pep style setup where the goalkeeper's coming having the ball and the two fullbacks stand, don't they, either side of the goal, very rigidly in a kind of right. This is we are now playing out from the back. If yeah. you, know, you didn't know before, yeah, 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 and uh, because Burnley rushed on immediately, mm. but but in that situation, I felt Maitland Niles. Um, I mean, I think both fullbacks didn't seem comfortable with it, and this goes and again. So we did this last season without I mean, with. Bearing in mind the rule change, but we also did it when we had Czech started. I'm pretty sure, if I remember rightly, you know, the season before Leno became the regular, and he didn't, we didn't work with him either. Leno's better at it than he is, but, but I'm not sure if the rest of the defense are. And we gave up on it halfway through the season, pretty much. And then in the end, we just did quite, we were working. and we kind of gave on up a little bit. I haven't measured the stats minute by minute, but I'm sure in the la- my feeling was in the last kind of half hour, 20 minutes, we kind of have much more kicks, goal kicks, up the, par- up the park, you know, than we than religiously relying on that thing. And I agree with, it, with Gilad. It's like you can't persevere with it if it's clearly going to let in yeah. the opposition to come at us and probably take the ball off us and score.
2: Well, we'll see. We'll see what they do Saturday. That'll be uh, a bit an interesting place to, uh, well, to be brave yeah. and do it.
1: But can I, before we go to the break, can, can you answer my question as to whether... Sabellos's incredible performance and arrival, and general general all round ability to do all kinds of different things in all kinds of positions, raises an even bigger question mark to Özil. Or are you in those few Özil fanboy people? You know there are, there were Twitter accounts. I was looking at the people who are slacking me off because I tweet, I tweeted basically saying Özil and um, um, uh, what's his name. Jaka not available blah 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 and I said no one's noticed you know after the game I said you know slightly jokingly and everyone was like oh you idiot everyone noticed we still missed them even though you know blah 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 yeah. and there are, there are but then you look at the Twitter bios of these people and it literally says like Özil Jaka you know, Iwobi, <laughs> they're fans of these individual players. They're, they're, that's why I call them cultists. They're cult following. And they're not even fans of Arsenal, some of them. They're just like fans of. They're obsessive about... It's like I, I a don't th- weird... I, don't think,
3: I don't think we missed either of them.
1: But I, but I definitely don't think we missed either of them. Yeah. You could make a case for missing Jacques more because maybe, maybe he would have helped more that bringing out from the back. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not convinced that he does, though. But... I definitely don't think we missed Özil, and I wonder. going... And I, I am being harsh about him, I and people will have slug me off for it. But I do think surely Sibusi's got. I don't know if they can work, play together. Maybe they can. And but would you surely pick Sibusi over him? I'm, if That's the decision.
4: I mean, it, during last season, there are a lot of times when after the game, you know, you, someone would remind you that Özil was out yet again, uh, supposedly ill, mm. and you just think to yourself, I did not notice h- his absence mm. whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, And what I'm interested to see about Caballos is, you know, obviously it's way too early to to judge him yet, and he's had a tremendous debut. I just fear, and it's definitely a little bit premature, I'm aware of that, I hope he's not one of these players that can only really turn it on against the small teams at home, just like Ozil. So I think if they are um, relatively similar players, type of player, then I'd much rather have Kabayos in. Mm.
1: I mean, I don't. I don't think that. I think Kabayos is a completely different player. What I mean is, I, he he seems so much more adaptable, and, and his skill set seems to be so broad to me that I think he can do what the what we have. A, and I know I
3: even loved his celebration, oh, celebration from the challenge, yeah. which led to the goal. Yeah. And you know, right. he's not interested in the in the goal. Yeah, that he's was not, great. He, it's Brilliant.
1: Yeah. But you know, people talk about how I mean, because really, City and Liverpool don't really play with the traditional number ten. Do they? It's only us. We kind mm. of have been playing with Urso as that ten most of the time, incorporating him in our team in the last few years. And I don't feel it's been particularly great, generally, as a move. Now I feel like when the setup is going to be also not really necessarily inclusive of a 10. You might be 4-3-3 or whatever. So, I, I mean, I feel it's good news. And, I, and I'm not saying this just to slag got him off. I just feel like having Pepe, Ceballos or Bamiyang, Lacazette, that is a, that's, that's a is fucking amazing. attacking yeah. unit. Yeah. It's great. It? I just think you might be writing off Mesut Ozil's contribution a little bit earlier. I'm happy for him to stay. By the way, I, people talk about you know you, you can't have him on the bench because he's playing only 350 Oh No, degrees. he'll have to well, be on the bench. Yeah, yeah, but it's fine, isn't it? He, I don't care. It I think he'll have things. a
4: contribution. I mean, he can come on. He's not really. Do you think different. he can really make an impact on a game off the bench, though? I mean,
1: in theory, I mean, I'm not sure yeah. he necessarily has that often, but some occasionally, you know. I think if and he should extent, I don't see why he shouldn't. You know, if his thing is. You know, if one of the other f- creative players is tiring, then you bring on fresh legs of Ozil. Why not? Why but there's not? new
2: players around him. It'd be interesting to see how he can, you know, deal deal with them. Mm. I would still be surprised if, you know, come the end of the season, Ozil hasn't played a, at least a part, be it starting off a bench of 25 Premier League games. I'm sure he will find a way to, to be pretty involved this year.
1: Europa League. It
2: was good as well, though, to see... Um, Premier League.
3: To see Lacazette get off the mark for the yes. season. Um, yeah. Obviously, it wasn't as good of a goal as Abamyang's, but he showed a lot of perseverance there. Um, as in great finish, yeah, great yeah finish. fantastic. finish. Abamyang's uh, goal was just in terms of uh, it made me think of you know Sunday League when the best player in a Sunday League team just walks through and has that shot. And Abamyang, he just ma- he's making it look so easy at the moment. Every finish. I wouldn't be surprised if he scored 30-plus this season in the league. I think he's yeah. a fearsome striker. Yeah, it's
2: exciting that we've had the Premier League's joint top scorer last year. Mm. You know, yeah, he's not top of the scoring charts yet, but two and two. And just feeling like we've got someone who could score every game. Yeah,
1: it's an incredible. It's massive. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? Just, it, it before we, come,
2: before we go to the break... Does it, this break has taken a while. I know, it's taken take a long time. I, time. time. I keep
1: thinking of things I mean, I mean to say. Just sorry. But did you, in the beach coach, Martin Keown. I want to, to talk briefly about uh, Martin Keown as um, expert pundit. He's weird, isn't he? I think he's one of the weirdest. Like, I'm not saying right or wrong, or I think he did get some embarrassing factor on that some people I think. The, I
3: think that Martin Keown... Is trying to portray himself as a as a as a massive intellectual in terms of he yeah. sometimes comes out with firstly words that don't make sense yeah. as well as that he what he's saying doesn't make sense either and he 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 kind of gets himself in, into a position where no one in the studio knows what he's talking yeah. about yeah. but everyone has to
1: agree right exactly that's exactly it. and and he's he kind of he wavers between kind of using his arsenal clear clear, clear support of Arsenal still. As, as a kind of almost amusing reason to kind of slack, slack off the team almost too much. I think it goes that way of almost being mm. too negative and critical. He was very critical of our performance during the game. Like, at one point, he was started going out of going all bamming out, right? But, <laughs> and, and, you know, like, he doesn't hold any touches. What's he doing out there? You know, he's ineffectual out on the wing, blah, blah, blah. What should be thinking? And then, of course, he scored a minute later and scored a hugely brilliant goal. And um, it just takes us moments like that. But a lot of times, he was being really weirdly... Critical, I thought. Anyway, that's a detail. We should now, Josh, you'll be pleased to know, go for a break. And afterwards, we'll talk more about the game. And we'll hear about Match point. What is Match point, Harry will answer all our questions. <laughs> and we're back. From the break, so we should say, um, uh, if you've listened to our last two podcasts of the our first two podcasts of the season, we've mentioned that Match Pint is sponsoring us, and there's a whole you can get the app and log in, and you can predict. There's a predicted game of predictions where you can predict the games, and you can 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 find
2: out the nearest place to
1: watch your game. Find out the nearest place. But Harry, explain all. What? How does it work? What is it?
4: Etc. So. Yeah, we've uh, developed this brand new game for the 2019-2020 uh, season, uh Premier League season, uh and it's, the game is called the Budweiser Premier Predictor. Um and it basically allows you to make the televised games even more enjoyable than they already are. Um so if you're watching it in the pub or if you're watching it wherever, you can uh just basically go and log get in, get onto MatchPint and um set your predictions. Uh, for each of the televised games uh if you hit the score nail on the head you win a free uh budweiser there and then um and you can redeem that in the pub um during the week or or during that weekend while you're watching the game or whatever um so yeah i mean you guys have got your own your own league yeah yeah, yeah. you can join the league um with the code fbar i think yeah um and yeah and so yeah, well, it was great. See, well, we, we'll look, we love it a up. prediction on
1: this podcast. we you love a prediction? Yeah.
4: And do you remember what mine
2: was?
1: What did you get so Arsenal, yeah, did spot you? on two one. No, yeah. What did I say? Did I say three
2: one? I think. Yeah, and I yeah. think uh, Dan Robot said five yeah, 0 which Robert was slightly optimistic. Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Um, So yeah, there's plenty of great prizes that you can win as well, as well as beer. Uh, so we're giving away loads of match tickets for Arsenal and every club. Um, there's any Le-
2: club level, and can we get a beetroot burger? <laughs>
4: I'll have to check that actually. Oh, okay. That would
1: be sure, if it was okay. true. a dirty beetroot. More interested in the beetroot yeah. dirty, yeah. dirty yeah. beetroot yeah. burger. Yeah.
4: Okay. Um, so, yeah. And,
1: and the app itself, the match plan is basically all about finding a pub near you which is showing, showing the football.
4: Yeah, uh, So, it's nationwide and in the Republic of Ireland currently. So, if you're anywhere in the UK, uh, we've got pubs in cities, in towns, in villages. Uh, literally, Land's End to John O'Groats, we've got a pub. So if you find yourself
2: on a weekend away and you need to be watching Arsenal, it mm-hmm. yeah. can tell you the nearest place to go and do so.
4: Absolutely, yeah, it's, um, it's one of the key life skills nowadays. So exactly, do check it out. Um, oh, so, brilliant. Yeah. so yeah, and I mean, we'll be
2: doing this prediction league all, all year, right? Yes, yeah?
1: yes, I forgot to do it this weekend. I did it the first weekend, and I forgot to do it. I'm just being honest, and that, but I will remember to do it from now on I'll make sure we and remember busy the
4: everybody loves a free beer so um, exactly but I mean <laughs> I haven't actually been doing too too great so far oh. uh, what was your prediction for Saturday Harry? my prediction was a bit left field for Saturday I went 3-2 okay. to Arsenal well you
2: had this Arsenal. right margin yeah, so yeah, yeah the right
4: margin yeah I yeah. was expecting sort of a bit more on the attacking front from us and I thought our defence would be a lot leakier um, I'll put 2-1 for the Newcastle game To Arsenal, okay. Um, Again, the
2: right margin. Yeah, so getting getting there.
4: You get points for the right margin. Obviously, that can knock you up the league a bit okay. and uh, but what would you guys think for the uh, Ars- the Liverpool Arsenal game this well weekend? we do that at the Harry end Harry
1: traditionally yeah. we do that right okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you know I'll, so we'll I'll be back for then. Just, let's, let's not let's not change the whole setup of the podcast And <laughs> no, exactly. uh, we will yeah we will fully predict fully well, fully uh, and frankly
2: I wanted to ask you I don't Robin Van Persie was in the yes. studio I don't know yes. if you saw yes I uh, did and if him I only obviously what, we saw it on social media yeah. afterwards yeah it seemed very staged point you know he's now retired yeah it was a weird
1: it was like the. Jay, sub- I mean, Jake Humphrey, yeah, dramatised it as best he, he could. Did. I think he is did. the best way of putting it. And they're really like so. Yeah, clearly, you know, they've signed Robin van Persie, they consider to be a good signing. I beg for BT. Oh, for BT, I, I do He's not it's a great. Fun. He's not a great. Pun it. I mean, he he's fine, but um, he's he's not really likable. Which you don't have to be likable. But he, you know, I'm not just saying that because of. Because of the whole Arsenal controversy, but so he was asked, fair enough to be asked about because his his him leaving Arsenal was you know one of the kind of most standout transfers and you know in in quotes betrayals so, you know he was absolutely brilliant for us you know credible the main player, man player, main the man um, and he left to join huge rivals Man United blah 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 and he so Jake, can we him about it? obviously he's this is the I think it's, it's you know he was talking about Arsenal he was on there to talk about Arsenal and you know I think the subtext was we've got Robin van Persie we've signed up one of our, our big new signing to the pundit team Robin van Persie Arsenal fans are fucking hate him and we have to deal with it right so they asked him about the circumstances of him leaving and he said he claimed absolutely that Arsenal did not offer him a new contract which not only contradicts The the whole history of that saga that everyone assumed you know everyone thought he you know he wanted to leave because he was being offered by you know by you know even at that point you know a bigger bigger team giving him more money and more likely they were more likely to win the league and they did win and they did win the league Hmm. so but not more than that his official statement at the time (laughs) said that you know he'd been offered a new contract Mm -hmm. which you know so it was an extraordinary so that so the annoying thing about it was he was allowed to trot out this story. And I think... I'm not going to go at Jake Humphrey, just but they just didn't have the wherewithal necessarily to know. But my thing was, if you're going to ask clearly, you're going to... You, on the script is, we're asking him about the controversy of him leaving Arsenal. Yeah. The fact that Arsenal fans are furious about it. Then you've got to know all the facts, haven't you? You've got to have them at your disposal.
2: Well, this was the quote from yeah, his letter at the time. that said, "'I've thought long and hard about it, but I've decided not to extend my contract. You guys, the fans, have of course the right to disagree with my view and decision. I will always respect your opinions.' So yeah, yeah on the, it, just on the production side. Yeah. You, it's like you say you're building this up big new signing. First time you're going to ask him a question. He's at Arsenal. Just at least have the letter that he wrote it to the bizarre, fans at the time, it, yeah. rather than have the seven and a half minutes of him. Wasn't
3: that the famous saying? He seemed saying
2: a bit of, nervous. That was my vibe, watching yeah, it. I think he was nervous. He seemed a bit yeah. nervous sort of getting it out. You yeah, know, he probably yeah. appreciated, yeah, I've got to address it. But. but
3: didn't he say during the statement as well that he was, as in, I, just, just from memory, that as a little boy, he always dreamt about playing it. Ah, I could be wrong here. And that he had turned down a contract. I'm sure he said that back, back
1: in the day. Yeah, no, that rings a bell, yeah, that absolutely rings a bell, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just weird. It was just, you know, if you're going to... Yeah, you're absolutely right. If you're going to, you know, s- stage this perfectly perfectly reasonable thing to ask him about, and quite right to ask him about, I was quite impressed they did ask him about it and won it. And then when he proceeded to trot out this bullshit, you're like, oh, that's ridiculous. And obviously everyone was like him
4: instantly. Mm. Even more angry with him now <laughs> um, on... It, it just... Yeah. Go on. It just goes to show how... how um... How much better memory fans tend to have than the footballers themselves because it might yeah. have been easy for an easy mistake for him to forget, but obviously, yeah. like yourselves, you I take that point. Which I deal with
2: a lot of ex footballers, and I did have a situation I won't say with who the other day, but they had thought that they had won the FA Cup twice, and I had to like correct them that they had only won it once and they were talking about the league cup that is amazing that you have managed to forget winning an FA cup at some point in your career you've got it confused but there you go it happens but I guess it's just game to game isn't it but Robin Van Persie I don't think he has now got himself into a position where Arsenal fans are going do you know what not such a bad guy gonna get a great reception wandering
3: around the Emirates next time he's he's walking there that made me think though on the topic of ex-Arsenal players it was lovely to see Freddie on the bench
1: Freddie, I mean... What, and Emery's
3: failed his involvement.
1: And, what a magnificent and specimen. Also,
3: and also, in terms of the... You know, we've got... Uh, listen, I'm not saying it's down to him, but already Nelson's coming in the team, Willis yeah. coming in the team. He was the one who was, you know, nurturing them through the, through, through the system. I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 it looks
1: like... Funny you should mention that. So the funniest... This is what I meant. You know, thank you for mentioning, Freddie, because the thing that, I'm, that stood out in the, in the Martin Keown commentary stakes was... So they had a big, they had a close-up of Freddie on the bench, looking, looking magnificent as he does. And Keon goes, "Someone's been down the gym." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Great steady, input, steady mind. I, mean, I thought that was his funniest, best bit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Emery's quote on, on Freddie this week was, "You know, he, he, he's perfect. He helps me a lot. His spirit is very good. He's a gunner. We're very happy with him. He's an assistant like Casado, uh, Pablo Villanueva. Um, he is someone we use tactically and
1: technically. We work as a four. I'm just sure that's a good, good, um, good tribute to him. The other thing that was funny on, uh, that annoyed me on BT Sport, they had this big thing at the end where... So Joe Cole was the other, I think... You yeah, can was hardly was string a
3: sentence. <laughs> equally it's, <laughs> it's terrible signing. I, don't, I don't like Joe Cole. Uh, I, I think, like I, him I, as a person. I, I think, though, I, I thought his analysis was terrible. You want to hear, hear from your pundits, That you want them to tell you something that you don't know already. Right. It's an obvious. Of course. And he doesn't do that. He says, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a goal. That yeah. was his
4: saying. I mean, right literally, you've
1: got, you know, Sky's got Carragher, you know, Neville,
4: yeah.
1: um, Graham Sooness, you know, all these. And you're like, you got, you got to just think about this more. For me, it's like, I mean, I like, I like BG Sport, a lot of things about BG Sport, but I think their pundits are weird. Michael Owen. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Anyway, but what was funny about um, so in, in in the after the match they did this thing about um, Unai Emery, um, you know, getting getting animated on the bench, and, and they did that really pompous thing about uh, which which some Oscar fans, to be fair, do agree with. Oh, you know, he doesn't deserve any any kudos for being animated on the bench. You know, what difference does that make? It doesn't make any difference to any coach. And Joe Cole, as you said, made that specific point. Doesn't make, doesn't, you know, doesn't well, it doesn't mean he's a good coach. What it doesn't mean as a good coach. It's just refreshing, to go back to the very first point we, we were making about, you know, it's a refreshing change to have someone who's visibly engaging with it, and, and, and excited and thrilled. And particularly, Arsenal made a video of it, didn't they? When he celebrated yeah, last r- week... About Willock's tackle. Willock's tackle. And then they made a video of Willock responding to got to say that carefully. Him. <laughs> him making a video about <laughs> Willock's tackle. What, have, it's fair, fair to make a video about Willock's tackle. And then they made a video of Willock <laughs> watching Unai Emery responding to his tackle. And it was great. And that's all what fun. Think, it's just not, fun. A lot of it is a bit
2: for show... Do you think but I think, I think in yeah, a good way. That's what it's fine, it helps the atmosphere, it which does, I think is fine. Right, exactly. Because all the people around are like it gets them animated, yeah. it helps the atmosphere in the stadium. Go, so I'm okay with it.
1: If you're a football fan and of course they all have a they, they all go on about Klopp, don't they? So all these pompous wankers who like think, you know Big animated images above them. It sort of doesn't mean Klopp, a lot. Of groups of people you're angry at today. I know. I, you know, this is my chance to vent, and I'm taking it. <laughs> Apologies in advance. But the same people who think, oh, you know, club's all overrated, and he won the, the Champions oh, League. He's magnificent. Man. He's magnificent. <laughs> and they will go, oh, you know, it's all, it's, all, it's all pretend. It's all fake. All his animation. I don't give a shit. It's entertaining. It's fun, and it has an impact on the atmosphere, as you say. And it, and, and I think Emery. I think we're getting to know him better. And it's also largely, such a, it's such
3: like, a difference to what we've had for the last yeah, ten years, which, right. and that I think who knows if it makes you a good manager or not it doesn't but, make a good yeah, manager yeah, but, but, as you said the crowd the yeah. players if you look to the side and you've had 10 years of, you know, of very easy and you've got a manager who is losing his shit yes. every time you don't go in for a challenge it definitely puts you on your toes
2: just one other question just about Saturday. The first time being in a stadium where VAR has been in a Premier League game. Yeah. What, what did you make of it as a spectator, as a fan? I it's, didn't enjoy
1: it's, it. it. It's, it's rubbish, isn't it?
2: It is
3: rubbish.
1: It Because is rubbish.
3: You can't celebrate a goal anymore no. properly because you have no idea.
1: I mean, because so, I completely celebrate, celebrated our um, end of what first What would have been Nelson's goal? N- disallowable. Yeah. It was offside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so did I. Yeah. And, but to be fair, in that case, the the um, the linesman did flag, didn't he? Yeah. And then it was just waiting they, to see if he was right yeah. on the VR. So was it was, it? if he hadn't have flagged, then you really, you know, then the, the VR would just just been another element of TDM. What I don't understand is that we, you know, why they don't make it clear what's happening on the big screen and show you. And I thought they did. I thought they were going to show you when well, the decision had been made visually, the offside you, with the line that you see on TV coverage. I so they did. No, but they, what on Saturday? No, I felt they did. They did not. I can guarantee you they didn't. They, and in so fact, the point was made on the coverage. They, I think, someone said, "Oh, it's there weird." Was one
2: incident. I feel they did show a replay. Most well, they didn't. They didn't. That
1: offside. And, oh, and, okay. and, and one of the things, points that people made is it's now an advantageous. To watch it at home than it is to be on the stadium. Yeah, you know more at home. It's fucking ridiculous. But I don't
3: mind. I don't mind the offside as much as the handball because I just think it's madness now what they're giving handballs. for. I us. can't see
2: this handball last year. They'll crazy. have to do it, it for the whole year. They have yeah. to obviously see it, it has yeah. to be the same then, Premier League season. Yeah, there's but already rule. it's a, everyone's it's killing It's preposterous. It. Yeah.
1: There's a rule enshrined in football that says if you accidentally <laughs> do something, you're penalized for it. That is um, for me, that is a, a yeah, game changing yeah. moment of shocking. But it, am stupidity. I right in thinking that had that ball,
2: I can't remember who were the Spurs player, was it Winks, who was next to Laporte when he got his arm yeah, to it? Yeah. Yeah. Had that been like brushed off Winx's yeah. arm or whoever, whoever it, it was, it wouldn't have been a penalty. Then it was so it's like yeah. it seems wrong that What's you can insane? penalize and, the, and There was one, one that was so on the week so
3: before, I think it was Bolly at Wolves. It's a massively, yeah, it's, it's just a just massive a rule change, yeah. I
2: don't think. I don't think it was talked about in quite the same... Everyone's talking about VAR. Mm. You well, know, and the, the, you can like stand in the area now to get a call I didn't yeah. realise about it, it, until last Sunday. I this was read it
1: in the Arsenal was, programme. There was a list in the Arsenal programme of all the rule changes and it was in there. And okay, that's fine. the only reason I knew about but it. it I'm like, talking oh, about mainstream media listening oh, no. to... Well know, I think now, the, now, now been, they are But no they weren't
4: before Shout uh, out Andy Exley At the uh, Arsenal programme <laughs> Oh okay Does well, he do the Arsenal no, programme? I just personally think Forgetting oh, that It's a good programme eh? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Good program. or, you, or you
1: get it free Don't you I on do your way in Up yeah. the escalator. Another great Great um, p- perk <laughs> Of club level <laughs> Free Camden beer Free programme um, But yeah that, that rule changes Cretinous Absolutely cretinous And the whole But it's the whole way That the VAR I mean I'm against it anyway But the whole way Is working in the ground Is stupid But do you know what I didn't know this Until they're talking about it on, um, on Sunday Supplement, I think, that Man United doesn't have a screen in their ground. Or you know Anfield, two grounds. Anfield and Old Trafford do not have big they don't video have big screens they don't at have the stadium. They don't have any video, is that, is that
2: to screens? make
3: sure that... I
2: don't, no, no, they've well, never had big they've screens. They've never had them. I didn't, I didn't even realise. Isn't that, that? incredible? You do. If yeah. you go to Old Trafford, you've just got a thin scoreboard and the same at Anfield.
1: That's fucking incredible. They've wow. never
2: had a video. And...
1: and you know, they were saying it was not going to...
2: Theatre of dreams, They're not a, th- <laughs> a theatre of cinematography. They didn't, they
1: didn't have it from the beginning of Old Trafford, it's now really hard to work out how they would have it without getting rid of loads of seats, which they not, not going to do. Yeah, correct, they're not willing to do it. But I think
2: what presumably... I'm guessing is that it comes up almost on the scoreboard a bit like in the old days at Highbury there'd be those messages if like someone yeah. if got lost from their dad it would have would a whole Josh message
3: Josh Landy please come please, please come message. to nearest yeah. Stuart yeah. it would
2: like roll across that never <laughs> happened by the way um, <laughs> yeah. that it would roll across the scoreboard so I assume it says something like check and VAR I think it does maybe it's the checking somewhat... VAR so it's similar yeah. but you just don't ever yeah. see a video
1: maybe like someone stands there like waving their arms about it, going VAR VAR is happening and you know I don't know but it is ridiculous that have big screens but so I think, it, teams, but we for I, think I, I think we this from because I we had a big screen even at Highbury didn't we yeah. in the last stage JVC of course So I feel the like branding. we maybe we were the first team to do it. I don't know whether the first team to have a big screen but that you know our big screen tradition goes back to something to be proud of <laughs> absolutely, no,
2: absolutely. I, I'm now one of the victims last year when there was the extra row put for your comfort in club level because I'm back <laughs> row of a lower tier right. I can no longer see the big screen so they've instilled like no. smaller screens oh. just above us. So as long as, as, long as club rows, level are all right now. I see, so wow. Now I have quite a good view yeah, of seeing the, the replays because it's just up to my right. right. I just have to look up. It's very screen-based. But um, I do feel it's slightly claustrophobic now with that extra row. I, <laughs> oh,
1: I was like, with a screen right in your face like, <laughs> or you something? Know, no,
2: not right in my face. is it? Well, just like, you know, you have an extra row. I mean, just not able to see a big screen. So I am probably one of only a few... 100 I imagine In the stadium You can't see the big screen So I um, might as well be At Anfield, <laughs> Anfield <basically. laughs> or Basically
1: Before we get to the Prediction uh, moment The Crucial the prediction moment Can, can I just um, Mention the greatest uh, The other greatest thing Surely About the team selection On Saturday Mustafi Nowhere to be seen Not no. even on the Did bench It
2: was a great photo That he like Was causing yeah. traffic disruption yeah. His car Yeah Turned up that late that he was like blocking the road because they would not wouldn't want to let him through because yeah. everybody like, put it off for pedestrians. So it was a wonderful picture. I
3: love it that even the police are in on it, mm. that we can't allow him in the 18-man squad. People
1: just furious with him, wherever he is, whatever he's doing. And I know it's But bad. he did watch I, the game. He was sat next to uh, yeah. Ozil, I think. But I mean, to not to not even to not worry, have to worry about because it's like it's just like having a weird, a worrisome kid, isn't it? That you yeah. don't want to ruin anything, you just want to keep him kind of locked away in his own room, not let him. Uh, I know I'm big overly harsh, but it is such a depressing factor. It doesn't matter shitless.
3: how bad the injury crisis at centre back gets this season. Yeah. I would play a 17-year-old, 18-year-old
1: in yeah, the I agree, yeah. before yeah. him. Hopefully, Mavropanos. Yeah, that's yeah. Josh is showing us. Just showing the picture of. of uh, how do people know that's his car? That's a good bit of knowledge, isn't
2: it? It's a, it's got a German uh, um, <laughs> number plate, <laughs> which I think limits the amount of options. Uh, fine. It's also a particularly. uh
4: so it either it's or, either him or Erzs. So yeah, bound to yeah. stop
1: it. And we know what Erzs was from the carjacking incident, of course. Yeah. And maybe that's how, that's how it's all um, played out. Anyway, he was supposedly blocking the buses.
2: Um, well, there you go.
3: And anyone know when the when any of our defenders
2: coming back?
1: Well, they've said that um, I think holding October, October, and yeah. they're in October, and, and, and Tyranny
2: sooner. I think there is a bit of sooner.
1: Yeah. It's really? exciting time. Well, it's yeah. It really is. Yeah, it's, uh, absolutely, hundred percent, very exciting. And to, but talking of which, it all could come crashing down to earth, couldn't it? Well, Saturday. Is, it, is it a
2: free hit? That's the question. What does that mean? It, 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 it's Saturday, we go get beat three 0 Oh. Well, a free, such is the. No, it was, a free, I mean, it was a free
4: hit for Norwich on the opening day, not for the Arsenal. Mm, wise words, Harry. Look at our record, right. away at the top Are you six. telling me? Hold on. Are you it's telling a joke.
1: Me, listen, are you telling me that if Arsenal lose 3-0 or whatever, or 4-1 to, to, to Liverpool on Saturday... you're not going we Mondays, be that upset. On Mondays, you're not going to be upset, and you're not gonna well, going to be going on about how... I'm not how...
2: happy, boys. <laughs> I'm not going to be over it, but I just...
1: I mean, you're very, being very but chilled it, about it if,
2: in advance. If Alan Alger was sitting here throwing data at us, he would probably tell us we'll be expected to lose by about XG. one and a half goals. XG. So we'll go get beat, 3-1 or something, and that'll be yeah. about what's expected. Liverpool's that XG high...
1: was terrible. They, yeah, correct. Southampton,
2: Southampton
3: well deserved yeah. uh, something
1: from that game, and but for uh, you know Danny swing swinging I think, and missing.
3: I really think, I think we're going to pull something out. Oh, don't oh, we? No. No, wow. when,
1: when you say, do you mean like, at least get a draw? Is that what you're saying?
3: At least get a draw, there. yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, no, Fucking no. I really, I'd be I'd...
1: thrilled with a draw. Absolutely thrilled. Big uh, uh, do you know what? I would take, you it's know... It's a hard one, though, isn't it? Because... To produce because Liverpool aren't as defensively sound so far this yeah, season, but
3: they're great going forward still.
1: Brilliant going forward can literally like in in, in a in a millisecond they can turn it from mm. defense to attack and you know Sane or whatever. someone's going to score. Mane, Mane, Sane. Sane, I was getting yeah. Mane and Sane mixed up, and of course Salah and all of that. But equally, I think kind of we you feel like we must we're going to score pretty much every game. Yeah. I don't know, Harry. I'm going to go for you for a prediction first. So what you think? Well, you
4: happen. just hope that, that you know we've had two weeks of the season now, and you can tell that the players haven't quite clicked with the new with the amount of business that we've done in the in the window. You just hope that by sort of game week three, they're just starting to yeah. get each other's rhythm a bit better. And uh, I personally think that we can do something over there um, mm. with Caballos banging form. Yeah, um, I'd be hopeful for. Um, hopeful for what yeah but what do you think is going to happen for, what do you think uh, really is really going to happen <laughs> I think they're going to be leading 2-1 for most of it and I think we'll get we'll get an equ- a late oh, okay. equaliser I, I like
1: that I like a prediction that actually plots out the narrative of the game my I mean again team selection is going to be incredibly exciting and interesting an hour before kick-off I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to bring Xhaka back and I just kind of I feel it's just within him too. Mm-hmm. he seems to be he seems to rely on Xhaka and I feel like a way it's unlikely he's going to play willock and sabios and yeah. all those four all the four that he played but equally i wouldn't be surprised if pepe he started pepe for example which could be you know because he played he played he showed some really good signs you're raising an eyebrow josh you think i'm mad thinking he might slot pepe i don't know don't see it no okay don't think i think he'll be but a bit st-
2: more cautious in the way he sort of puts out the team
1: so what so who do you think it's going to i mean i'm not asking for the whole team but roughly
2: well, I, th- I think, you know, you might still see sort of Willock, I think yeah. maybe Mkhitaryan could play as one of those front Mkhitaryan, three. I just don't, don't see Mkhitaryan him sort of unleashing all three. You don't need Torreira could come back in? Yeah, maybe. I, I just don't see him going Pepe, Bami and Lacazette. Like I just I, don't see I, it. I might be, be wrong.
4: I think you say free hit and I'd be prepared to take it as a free hit if we keep the likes of Willock and uh, Nelson and Maitland-Niles in. So if, yeah. we, if we're if we going well, with... niles will definitely play. niles yeah, definitely play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think Nelson, I'm not... I'm not being I don't. I'm not being horrible to you. No, I just I didn't, think, I,
2: he, didn't, he didn't do much. He didn't do much, yeah. No. He will get like. more chances.
1: I think. Oh, well, no, he deserves more chances. But no, I no, feel no. like in this game, you want someone who's going to be a threat. The reason why I think he might be Pepa is I, think I just think he's going to... Him running at that defence could be a key... It could help us... You know, kind of defensively in a way Because
3: you want to... And was so
1: shocked. And Mkhitaryan's
4: yeah, been a new passer Shit get, He was yeah. so bad yeah, but How many times it? did he give the ball away we, In the first conceded, half? We've conceded
2: I just had a quick look We've conceded 22 goals In the last six visits to Anfield So it's not far off for a game The idea that we're going to go there and we, I, I, I would love to be optimistic I often am But... I would take not take I expect a 3-1 defeat and yeah. I don't think we can be too because then if we come back and we can beat Spurs and take mm. you know 9 points out of 12 I think that would be great great mm. start to the campaign
1: so you're saying 3-1 I'm saying
2: we'll lose 3-1 what you're saying
3: 2-1 to Arsenal
2: I'm saying two two two. Sam Gillard is calling that we're going to have our first away win at the Big Six since what? Since is it since Man City when <laughs> well, Giroud? Yeah, Giroud's <laughs> it. Right. You're calling our first away win in what five six I like years? The I, I'm wow. I'm calling it, it. I want to see what. I mean that odds wise that would be uh, exceptionally
3: high. And there was Liverpool haven't lost at home for
1: what? I don't know two years or something. They've won eleven
3: on the spin now in the
4: league. Yeah, as well.
1: I don't think they've lost for two years. I don't think at Anfield you got your prediction. I
4: think if we start Mikatarian, we get hammered 4 <laughs> 0. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I, on Mikatarian. See, team selection is key, isn't it? Yeah, it's he's so shit. Yeah. I think. Um, he's, going... like, he's like this. Sorry. No, me, he's I, like no. this sort of relic <laughs> left over from the Wenger era. Yeah, like, he, I don't know if you remember. He came as part of that deal where we offloaded Sanchez. Of course. Yeah, we've got course. him.
1: But to be fair, I mean, we've got more of him than they've got of Sanchez. Let's just say that. The most highly paid player in the league.
2: Anyway, just Arsenal to win. By the way, for those that are you know wanting to go there, oh, we're eleven. Four. No, we're eleven to two to even win the game. So no, any what? sort, any sort of win. Yeah,
1: of course. What, 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 yeah, fair what enough. What would you expect? Just because those stats that like, we just trotted yeah. out.
2: Um, and Arsenal to win two one. You can get twenty to one. Go for it. So uh, um, for I'm. I'm chances.
1: having my prediction yet, by the way, and I'm. Which going is
2: what you're going to say two two. I reckon. You're going to say two no, two. I'm going
1: to say two one to the. Oh, okay. A bit yeah. more reality. Do you know what? I'm going I'm to say three
2: two, two. Well, you'll be putting it in on the match point prediction.
1: Yeah. three two. That, that way, you can always drown
4: it? your sorrows afterwards if oh, you're wrong.
1: of course, <laughs> you can. <laughs> if we good, lose,
4: good
1: point. I'll, I'll be winning
3: a free beer with our two one prediction. So uh,
1: I'm officially saying three two. Thank you. I, I will oh, yeah. get you five beers if we win two one. Forget the free
2: one from match point. If we win two one at Anfield, you can have five free beers whenever you like. It. Beautiful.
1: Can't wait for the game now. What, what a glorious! Uh...
2: Looking forward to. it. I'm actually. I'm going up to Edinburgh Fringe this weekend. Oh, you? Um, and I noticed. Uh, that Tom Rosenthal's show is bang in the middle of the game. So oh, that's annoying. It's a
1: real, Fuck. real shame. I'm really hoping annoying. to go He's see it on furious. the Sunday. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I saw that, because um, I was in touch earlier in the week with Joe Bohr, who has occasionally come and joined us on the yeah. podcast. He's yeah. got a show up at the up at the Fringe. Yeah. Um, but I think they got together to watch the uh, the Arsenal Burnley game on Saturday, because that was at 12.30, nice. not clashing with Tom. So if anyone is going and wants to see Tom's show at 6.30, um, up at the fringe and I'm also hoping to go and see Wengerball of course we had Raphael oh, join yeah. us on the phone yeah, the first week so I'll let you know yeah. how that
1: goes um, excellent good uh, Edinburgh based parish notices uh, I'll just remind you that if you want to join our league on the Matchpoint app it's our, our, the code is FBAR as
4: in footballistically yeah, and there's uh, tons of great prizes to, to win if you come top of that league every month
1: So uh,
2: there you go see you there thanks to Gillard Thanks to
4: Gilad.
1: Thanks to Harry. Thanks to you, Josh. Oh, thank you, boys. It's a pleasure. Excellent. Bye. This is a Playback Media Production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.